0: Um, Hi, I'm Sabrina Ruiz. I'm a research assistant professor with the Agronomy and Horticulture Department at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and I'm going to talk today a little bit about um, some corn residue removal study um, that we have going out on out here. And the study has been going on for about six years, so I'm going to present both three-year and six-year data. And this topic is actually really important because we. Kind of know that generally high rates of uh, crop residue removal um, can have negative impacts on soils and, but we really don't have a lot of long term data particularly from the Great Plains region. So what we did was we assessed the impacts of crop residue removal after three and six years on soil properties and crop yields. So our experiment is located here at Clay Center We also have a sister site um, just in the the east that is rain-fed, here it's irrigated, but I'm going to focus on the irrigated site itself. And so we have treatments of 0, 25, 50, 75, and 100% residue removal. Um, And you'll see on the slide that it does talk about cover crops a little bit. That is also part of the project, but I'm going to focus on the residue removal part. Um, I will be talking a little bit later about the cover crop portion. And so we measured for this study corn grain yield and a variety of soil health parameters um, that'll include labile or easy to degrade organic matter, total organic matter, water erosion potential or soil structural quality, um, compaction, water infiltration, water retention, and um, heat transfer. So first we're gonna talk about particulate organic matter. And in year three, we saw no effect of crop residue removal and in year six we found that anything over 25% removal basically reduced that particulate organic matter or labile organic matter. Now particulate organic matter is really important because that's what the microbes are going to be feeding on. As they feed on that particulate organic matter they are are acting on that they are um, Uh, decomposing that and they produce various glues and sticky substances that help to form aggregates. So when we reduce our particulate organic matter we're reducing our uh, food for the microbes and thereby probably our aggregation which I will get to momentarily. Uh, For total organic matter or overall organic matter at this site we saw no effect after three years um, from residue removal but similar to the particulate organic matter or labile the total organic matter did also decrease with crop residue removal, starting at about 25% and higher. Wet aggregate stability is um, just our—you can think of that as our uh, water erosion potential. And on the slide, I'm showing both the fed and the irrigated site. I'm gonna—I'm just talking about the irrigated sections site that are circled. And in year three, we saw no effect of crop residue removal on wet aggregate stability or aggregate size. You can see on the y-axis of the slide that it says mean weight diameter, water stable aggregates. Just think of it as aggregate size. Um, In year six, we saw that any residue removal rate greater than or equal to 50% reduced our aggregate size. So treatments with 50, 75, or 100% removal, they are more susceptible to water erosion And so let's say we get a heavy rainstorm, they're more likely to see runoff compared to our zero and 25% because the aggregates are smaller. They're more easily carried by water. Compaction and water infiltration are the next two properties that we're gonna talk about. And we didn't measure either of these in year three, just because they're a little bit slower to change with management. Um, After six years, we saw no effect of crop residue removal rate on soil compaction parameters and we, we, we looked at soil compaction from two different angles. Bulk density which is our mass of uh, soil over a, a set volume and then penetration resistance which is the um, you can kind of think of it as the soils resistance to something moving through it like, um, like a root moving through the soil or an earthworm that's go- it's going to be what they are seeing as they move through the soil and with our, our site here we saw no effect Of compaction or no effect of residue removal on compaction. Water infiltration, we looked at initial water infiltration and we saw again no effect of crop residue removal on uh, water infiltration. Uh, Water retention, we, we measure a number of parameters when we look at water retention. We have what's called field capacity, permanent wilting point or PWP, and plant available water or PAW. Field capacity is, so let's say you have a saturated soil and then you let that drain in a silt loam or silty clay loam for 24 hour, 48 hours-ish, depending on the soil. And then all everything that's gravity drained out of that, what's left is our water content at field capacity. Permanent wilting point, it's anything that's left after it's anything that's really stuck to the soil particles it's not going to be available to the plants. So field capacity we um, observed that anything um, any residue removal rate greater than 25 percent reduced plant available water at field capacity. Now permanent wilting point or PWP we saw no effective residue removal but when we look at the plant available water that was actually higher with no removal Than with 25% and greater. Now you're probably wondering, well, why did we see these reductions in plant available water when we are removing residues? Well, if you remember back a few slides, we talked about particulate organic matter and organic matter being lower. That means that because those guys are those two things are really important for holding on to water, as well as our Um, aggregate structure. Uh, Field capacity is more driven by organic matter and by aggregation. So because both of those were reduced with crop residue removal, that's why we're seeing those reductions. Now thermal properties, uh, we're looking at three different components here. We're going to focus on the first two. Thermal conductivity, which is the ability of the soil to conduct heat. Um, So it warms up on the surface, we want that heat to transfer down a little bit lower, to warm up where a seed is placed, um, specific heat capacity, which is the second column of data. That's the um, amount of heat that it or energy that it takes to raise the temperature of a unit of soil. So in both cases we saw no effect of residue removal and I'll let Michael talk a little bit more later about that because he's he's got some contrasting data based on um, some of his research. And now we're going to talk about crop yields. And so we've got six years of crop yield data out here and in only one year did we see an effective residue removal and residue removal actually increased um, crop yields. Um, and the top line with 0% removal you can see it's 14.8 megagrams per hectare and then versus 100% removal at 16.2. So what did we find be- and in summary here particulate organic matter after three years no effect after six years high rates of residue removal reduced and by high rates i'm meaning at least 50 percent overall total organic matter no effect in year three greater than or equal to 25 percent reduced in year six Uh, wet aggregate stability or soil structure no effect in year three but after six years greater than or equal to 50 percent reduced Initial water infiltration and compaction, plant available water and thermal properties were not measured in year three. Um, Initial water infiltration and compaction, we saw no effect. We saw no effect of thermal properties, but uh, residue removal rates greater than or equal to 25%, reduced plant available water. And after three years, we saw that uh, residue removal kind of generally increased um, grain yields in one out of three years. But then when we look at the second set of three years, we saw no effect of residue removal. So what is our big takeaway? Well, similar to other studies in other regions, we saw no effect of crop residue, or we're seeing mixed effects of crop residue removal, and it's going to depend on on the residue removal rate. In general, high rates of residue removal will have negative impacts on soil properties, but overall we're not seeing a lot of effects on crop yields.